Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months, now through December 2nd. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have a $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. Hello and welcome to the Writing Wrongs and Writing Songs podcast. Today I'm here with Jordan O. Jordan, how are you doing today? I'm doing really good. I'm doing really good. Glad to be here. Yeah, happy to have you. How have you been recently? I mean, obviously we've been back in lockdown for quite a while now. So how how have you been finding it? Yeah, you know, it's it's been interesting. Like, um, it's been like both positive and negative. Like, I've been able to be so creative. It's felt overwhelming, but I guess it, it's been balanced having like an outlet to kind of balance um, the feeling of overwhelmedness, if that's even a word, but yeah. You've been releasing music though. You just released Fade Away, right? Just like a Bandcamp release. And then before that, you had the Family Portrait EP. How has it been making notes? Tell me about Fade Away for starters. Yeah, it's 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 actually quite funny because um, Fade Away was actually meant to be released at the very start of this year. Mm. Um, I had had the song finished um, probably just after releasing Family Portrait. So the song was done. Um, the thing I was literally waiting on was the artwork and um, I had this really creative idea I was speaking to a friend to help me like put the stuff together and then it just just didn't happen Um, which was I guess it it wasn't frustrating it was more so like okay cool like these things happen cool I get it Um, but then I was like I can't put out the song like as it is now because obviously I need to find the artwork um so I had to kind of delay it um but it's been great to see how people have responded to it so far um I wasn't sure how people are going to receive it I was really self-conscious more about that track than I was about even my project that I put out or my EP family mm-hmm. portrait I put out in October so I was just really self-conscious but seeing that people have um, taking a liking to it has kind of made me less worried and anxious about the song. So that's good, I guess. No, that's super good that you're getting such a good response. I feel like whenever you release music, it's just a bit like, ah, like I haven't done it really for a really long time. So I can't imagine at the moment what it feels like. But no, that's good that you're getting a good response. I mean, how's it been with not being able to like play gigs and stuff. I know you do loads of lives and that sort of thing. Does that really help connect with people? Yeah, it does. Um, it's funny. Well, I keep saying it's funny. I don't know if funny is the right word. It's interesting. <laughs> let's, let's, let's change the word. I think it's, it's very interesting how just before the lockdown started was when I was about to actually start getting into gigs for like the mm. first time. Because um, I hadn't been doing gigs prior to... Um, that time because I had only just moved back to London, mm. I think a year prior. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm now gonna start doing gigs on my days. This is what I've been hoping to do. And then lockdown happened. So I was like, okay, 
well, I guess I have to wait, like everyone else, which is fine. But um, yeah, doing like on online gigs and concerts and um, open mics is definitely different. Um, it's been great to connect with people and to reach an audience that I would have never imagined of doing in a usual gig because I'm like, I've got my friends who like my music. Mm. I don't know how to get a bigger audience of people. Um, but that's that's been great. Although it's not the same. It's literally not the same. Like, you know, I I had to learn to get out of the habit of um, performing a song, expecting people to sing the song back. You know, and I'm like, are you guys sing after me? And I'm like, I can't see people singing. I just see comments. That's that's strange. Um, I'll just hope and, you know, imagine that they're singing this wherever they're watching this. Um, but it's been it's been great. But I do want to I, I do kind of want to get back into doing live performances and live gigs because I've, I've missed it. Yeah, it's so strange not being able to like see people's faces. Yeah. It's like you're like, oh, I'm really getting into this song. Look out, and it's just your phone. So, there you go. Um, yeah, hopefully we'll be getting back to gigging soon. Do you have any gigs lined up yet? Or yeah, I think there was a there was a gig I was meant to do at the Hard Rock Cafe actually this like December last year before we had gone back into lockdown again. Um, so that's been rescheduled just around the time we come out of. Um, like in June so I was Mm. like oh that's perfect that's great um and then after that I haven't really got any other things lined up but um I'm hoping you know they're still way in April we've got months yeah yeah so hopefully I think once we start getting more towards that it will kind of come about more it will be more normal as well like you don't want to be reaching out to people now for a gig in like September so (laughs) Nope. It takes some time. Um, tell me about how you got into songwriting. What kind of drew you to starting to write and getting into music? See, so for me, um, I had gone to like a music, uh, I don't know if you'd call it a conference or music camp, mm. um, around the age of uh, 12, 13, which I think was organized by um some people from the local church i went to and um i never written songs before and one of the things that they did in this music um camp was we had a session on songwriting and i remember just writing my song and them you know talking about how to write a song and all of this stuff and at the end of it i was like oh this is really fun i really enjoyed writing this um so little by little, I started to write more. I would take um, songs that are already written, just get it instrumentals and try to rewrite um, stuff to that. Mm. And then I was like, oh, I really, I'm starting to get into the flow of this. And I just found year after year, I just was writing more, whether that was writing with other people, whether that was writing really cheesy, like pop love songs, um, I'm talking like early Justin Bieber type songs, like Jonas Brothers mm. type songs, like really cheesy pop song. And, you know, I was like, wow, this is fun. If this is what music is, wow, great. Um, but as I obviously started to get older as well and like life experiences happened, I feel like that started to um, influence like a maturity in just songwriting. So it was just like, as I was getting older, 
and I was maturing, I should say, I was starting to see the same thing with my songwriting and it just made me fall in love with it even more. Like, fine wine, I was like, as the years are going on, this is becoming just more and more like a fine wine. So I'm, yeah, and I just fell in love with it. Having looked back. No, I love that. Like, I feel like once you do, again, like see it as an outlet for your own life, like a way of processing things, I feel like that's such a, such like a a great great thing that you can't really give it up after that it becomes like habit to just everything that happens it's like oh I'll write a song about it then absolutely Um, yeah with your most recent single tell me what what's it about kind of where did the inspiration for that come from so um oh yeah we so me and a friend of mine from uni um were working on an assignment and I think this was so in January two thousand and January two thousand twenty. Wow, this time last year, and um, I think it was around the time when uh, I think Kobe Bryant had um, passed away, mm. and I remember when we'd gone into uni the next day. Um, I guess it it was it was something that had um, affected both of us. And it was it was a thing of like, okay, as that was something we were thinking about and it was something that a lot of people were discussing, we were like, let's write a song just around this idea of um, not letting someone kind of their memories and stuff fade away when they pass. Really like, I guess it was a really heavy, heavy topic to go into Mm. And we wanted to make sure that, like, I don't know, we we wanted to make sure that, like, whatever way that we were trying to kind of come at this particular theme, that it was authentic and true, but that it was something that was quite um, tasteful as well. Because I know that was something of this nature, you know, we didn't want to do something that was going to be like distasteful to I guess the family that just mm. lost someone and yeah distasteful just to the, the topic of like grief as well so it, it was it was heavy and I think it 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 took a lot of time to kind of craft it but we also were like we want to make sure that it's authentic to to us and to I guess what inspired it as well so mm. yeah no, that that's, sounds great. I mean, taking on such a big topic and such a difficult topic to talk about and making it something that's like digestible and accessible whilst also not ignoring the significance of it. It's obviously super hard. So I think, I think you guys did a great job. Um, I love that you're so conscious about that as well, being aware of the impact of your songwriting and, you know, how it could help people or how it how it might upset them hopefully not but you know what I mean I think that's I think that's really cool so love that um and with family portrait I guess that's another personal thing with the family being a big theme how yeah. how do you deal with like releasing things that feel so personal is is that like something you worry about I mean I guess you said with fade away that you were a bit worried about the response but I mean what what kind of process do you, do, you do to get through that See, I, f- I feel like for me, like, releasing stuff that's personal, I think when it's just about me, then I don't feel as, like, 
apprehensive because I'm like, this is just me sharing my own experiences. Mm. I feel like when when I start to bring in songs that um, are about other people, you know, my 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 worry is is that am I sharing too much information? Mm. Um, so even like with Family Portrait more than Fade Away, you know, I wanted to make sure that each of the songs about my family that they were okay with it because mm. I was like, if I'm, if they, if any one of them weren't happy with the songs that was about them, I wouldn't have put it out. Um, although you know, I was like, ah, oh, this is a great piece of music, but this is also um, very personal and maybe can be intrusive for some of the people in the family. So I. I feel like whenever I'm writing a song that is like consciously about whether it's someone else or someone else's experience, um, I just I it's just for my kind of peace of mind. Um, I'm just like I want to make sure that it doesn't that they don't feel like it's too intrusive, and if they're happy for you know me to share as much or as little detail as they want, and then I'll kind of fill in the rest of the space with just story and music but yeah I feel like I, I know that when you make songs that are personal it connects with people mm. as I've seen with Family Portrait and as I'm seeing with Fade Away um, so I when I lean heavy into that but I'm also very much like don't forget how this how the person you are writing about or writing with or whatever how they can be like affected by it mm. so always keep that in mind when you're writing and you're releasing and then that kind of just gives me like a good filter or good space to work within I should say so yeah so you have the story but I guess I guess you can kind of embellish or twist it to have its own outlook on it without yeah it must be quite interesting for your family to see the response to the EP as well knowing that they're kind of the inspiration for that and like a direct inspiration have they found that nice have they enjoyed that I guess I suppose it's mostly positive but yeah I mean it's it's funny I know when I I think I wrote a song the first song I wrote for the project was about my mum and I remember um like sitting in like the like living room and she was watching tv and I was like hey mum can I show you like this song I wrote about you and she was like oh yeah I've already heard it like um your dad showed me I was like oh man I want to show you first but um I was like I just wanted to see her reaction and it was funny because I think that song in particular compared to the other ones was really um it was more uh what's the word transparent all of them, all of them were honest, but that one was really transparent, even in the tone. And I remember my mum like laughing at a point. I was like, "That's not meant to be funny. That's meant <laughs> to be me pouring my heart out and be like, I'm sorry." Um, but she said she really enjoyed it, as everyone else did. And um, I think that for them, I, I don't think they were mainly concerned with how well other people were taking it. I think mm. they were just like, "You've written a song that's." like a personal song for me so anyone else can have their opinion of it but mm. they have their own each one of them now have their own song yeah 
for themselves, um, which you know will last a lifetime. So I think that's that's their main thing that they were like, we have something special that's from you to us or to yeah. you. To- it's a yeah. pretty nice gift, I guess. <laughs> It's a it's a nice one. It's a really cheap one. It's not cheap. It's expensive. It's emotionally expensive <laughs> and time timely expensive. But um, it's 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 a good gift. It's a good gift for sure. I mean, how did you go about writing the songs? Are you more like lyrics first, or are you more melody first? Like, what what kind of angle do you take it from? I think with all of those songs, um, I had the melody first. I think obviously. Depending on the song will depend on how I write because I usually might write lyrics first and have the music after or have a title of a song and then let the lyrics and music just flow from that. But with I think with Family Portrait, it was the melodies first and then um, trying to figure out the story. So the melody, the story, and then the lyrics came straight after that but then that is like interchangeable depending on what I'm writing about or just mm. how I might be feeling on the, on the day when it comes to writing so I think that's interesting that even with something that's so focused on the story that the melody came first do you think that you you wrote the melody with the idea in mind do you think or do you think that the melody kind of inspired the story oh dang dang <laughs> I never thought about that oh oh I, you know, I feel like the melody, the melodies, I should say, inspired the story because with a lot of them, it was very much upbeat mm. and quite um, uplifting. So it then meant the tone of the song was going to be kind of more uplifting just as a result of just how the melody was. So that it felt like there was a nice... Um, synergy between melody and lyrics mm. um, and in the ones that weren't as uplifting or you know quite joyful then you would see the same thing in the you know lyrics that it, it, it matched the the tone and the overall like feel of the melodies so yeah no that makes sense I, I, I like that I'm so I'm very much like lyrics first so I love the idea that you'd hear the melody and that would kind of inspire what you wanted to say so I think that's really cool um what's what's next for you musically what what have you got coming out have you got plans anything in the works oh um so I should know this already I really should know (laughs) um I think for me one of my main um objectives in the rest of this year is just to be writing with people Mm. Um, I've been I've been fortunate enough that in this whole year I've been able to kind of write songs with people. Mainly that was because of university, but I'm now wanting to get into a a pattern of being able to write for other artists and write alongside other artists for mm. their stuff because um, I have loads of stuff I've written for myself, which is great, but kind of expanding um, my uh, songwriting abilities to write with other people is always a good idea. Um, so I'm going to kind of put more focus on doing that as well as hopefully 
releasing um another EP. I don't know when this year. I've got the song sorted savings for song sorted. Yeah. Artwork isn't. Um and I'm hoping to do <laughs> I'm hoping to do some music videos, but I feel like it's gonna be something that is way out of my comfort zone because I as a as a general person I, I'm quite um not reserved I don't know if reserved is the right word. I'm not very extravagant mm. or in general. So I know when I do music videos, I wouldn't want them to be too flamboyant and extravagant. But then at the same time, I know that people might not want to just see a video of me. I don't know. So uh, there's, there's a lot of thinking of having to go into doing like the visual side of the music. Um, but I definitely know an EP is going to come out by the end of this year. I don't know when, but the music is sorted. It's just all the other key fundamental stuff that comes yeah. I mean, yeah. I think with the music video, like you said before, if people connect with the songs and the, the music video and the song connect with each other, then I think people will love it, regardless of whether it's like a big thing. I think that's yeah. like, if you're telling the story, people are going to want to watch it. That's it. That's it. Sweet. Well, the last section of this is the uh, the agony aunt question section. Um, so I have a question here. Uh, this is something that I actually also relate to, but um, how, this person said, how do they deal with feeling like they're missing out because they're following different rules to their friends when it comes to, say, like restrictions? I'm aware that a lot of people interpret things very differently. Um, oh, yeah. Obviously, you've got to stay true to yourself. How do, how, how do you think people should deal with that? I mean, it's obviously a bit rubbish. Oh, it is. It's definitely rubbish. I feel like... So the thing of like with the fear of like missing out, you know, especially with like how other people might treat restrictions, is you gotta kind of see it as like, okay, that is what kind of works for them. But in terms of your current environment, like is is what they're doing going to fit for you? Mm. Because there are obviously things that. Um, there are things and factors that you have to consider even before looking at what other people can do, whether that's the people you're around. Obviously, if, if you're working a job, like how are they going to be affected by mm. the actions you do? Um, and also at the same time, as I've spoken to you know people, I'm like, do you have the money to do these things? If people are like, oh yeah, I'm going to go out, I'm like, okay, but do you have money to go out <laughs> and spend? If not, then use this as an opportunity to be like, I'm going to save money because I don't have to forcibly go out mm. and stay inside and I can save money. And if anything, if I want to see friends, although, you know, we've had a whole year of this, there's still Zoom, there's still WhatsApp video call, there's still, you know, Instagram um, video chat. You know, there's there's ways of still being able to kind of communicate and see people. But I feel like it you, you have to kind of, look at how are your actions how will your actions affect other people but then also at the same time what other people do can you do that for yourself does the same things apply to you because mm. you have different things to consider and think about so that's that's what I would say yeah and that makes sense it is like each person has a completely different living situation financial situation work situation so I guess it is like 
just know that you're doing the right thing for yourself. Um, I think that's a nice answer. And then the last one I have is, um, this person said, I've just moved to London and I'm struggling to meet new people. Do you have any advice for meeting new people at the moment? Obviously in this current time, it's quite difficult. And also London's quite a big, scary city. If you haven't like grown up here and you don't already have roots here, do you have any advice for that? I guess you've got like uni friends and stuff that you said you were writing with. So, Oh, that no, that's honestly, that is hard because... As you said, London is a massive city. It's a massive city. And um, because of that, it's it's hard to kind of figure out how to meet people. I mean, you know, even if we take into account, we've also just been in a lockdown, so that makes mm. things even more difficult. Um, meeting new people, meeting new people. I, I feel like it's, this is an odd thing to say because of, living in London but you know you can make friends or meet new people I'm saying make friends you can meet new people everywhere whether that's you know on the transport for London buses and trains whether that's in a post office um whether that's whether you're in a line waiting for something you know um some of these things which seem kind of trivial um are ways for you to meet new people even if you're bonding over traffic, mm. you know. Um, now, with that being said, I also do know that, like, if you try to speak to another <laughs> Londoner, they will give you a look of um, disbelief. Like, why are you talking to me? Like, I'm mm. just here to do my own thing. So if that doesn't work, and surely that might not work in this you know, particular environment, um, I would say... Just go to whatever you're passionate about. So whether that might be um, music, whether that might be Harry Potter, whether that might be um, The Circle, which is really random. Um, I feel like you will always be able to find people that have those similar interests. So then look to the places that you might find those people. So if it's music, maybe go to an open mic. If it's The Circle um you might be able to find a forum of circle loving people um if it's harry potter i mean i don't there's there's loads of stuff for harry potter so i feel like it's just it's looking at what are the things that you are passionate about it can even be marvel if you're like i i love marvel movies so do a lot of other people so then it's just finding forums whether it's on social media or just, you know, Google never does any harm to, you know, find some of the places um, where, you know, these might be the sense of focus. And, yeah, go along with that. It's hard. It's honestly it's hard. If we weren't in London, I probably would have a more clear, clear answer. Mm. But I feel like, um, yeah, you've got to just go where, go where the people are going. Yeah, I mean, the other day I actually got... I got a bolt home um like a taxi and turned out the driver was a producer and oh, wow. you know like you just start talking to someone randomly I like like you're just talk to someone on the bus you you never know and the world is smaller than you think and yeah I thought that was fun so yeah good I, I like that too I like the talk to people in public I also have two dogs so people just talk to me when I go out with them 
it's such a good way of meeting people because people will be like, oh, hi, how old are they? What's it called? And I'm like, yeah, hi, friends. <laughs> but you have dogs. If you have dogs, that is a surefire way because everyone, everyone loves dogs. You know, everyone be like, oh, cute dog. And then just like, hi, my name is... Uh, and then there you go you're sorted you're you know in best friends <laughs> done best friends that's it so get a dog if you want to know how to meet new people buy a dog <laughs> and it'll just it, the, the dominoes will start will just start working its magic after that also I think that like sliding into people's Instagram DMs in a friendly way never <laughs> fails <laughs> not, uh, not in a like inappropriate way but like people well, inappropriate of course um <laughs> Just like a I, hi, I like that you like this thing. I saw you posting about it. I don't, you know, I I I feel I feel two two ways because I feel like people appreciate the honesty and also the bravery it takes to just be like, hey, I see you like um, Game of Thrones. I like Game of Thrones. Um, uh, you know. Yeah. Like let's 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 talk about Game of Thrones. But then I also know, you know, being on the other end of the things and being like, um, if you don't know someone and they slide into your, you know, DMs, it can be a bit like, Oh, how did you find my <laughs> True. That is true. So yeah, it just depends. I feel like Maybe mutual <laughs> friends, maybe you have some mutual friends, maybe you have like you've you've seen the same thing or like I don't know. Yeah, Don't, maybe not I just mean, if you have friends, do you know definitely if you've got mutual friends oh yeah you're a friend of uh yeah i'm a friend of this person nice to meet you that's always a way to kind of be like Shh. but if you have no mutual friends and you're just messaging someone because you're like ah oh, you like this i like this i feel like we, be, we could be good friends it might work and i would say give it a go just be careful be conscious of how you might come across yeah i guess there we go i think on that note <laughs> that's a good place to end on thank you so much for coming on it's it's been great to catch up and like talk about your music and stuff so i appreciate it thank you for having me thank you for having me it's been fun it's been do you fun. have any last words anything to promote anything or what your social media handles oh yeah these i keep <laughs> promote. um if you want to listen to um me you know attempt to sing covers <laughs> and stuff um, you can find me at um, Jordan O Music on Instagram. Um, if you want to listen to my songs, uh, Jordan Space O on streaming platforms. Loads of stuff coming this year, hopefully. And uh, yeah, just you know, you can chop it up and talk about. I watch the Circle, so if you're a Circle fan. Let's get into a conversation about the circle because I have a lot of things to say about it. So yeah, love it. Yeah, be sure to check out Jordan's music. Your voice is incredible, so I feel like everyone's gonna love it. So yeah, thanks so much, and I hope everyone has a lovely day. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. 
Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.